When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, yes. Welcome in to another edition of the Tim McKernan Show live on podcasts from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. It's uh, it's my least favorite show every week. It's picking Wait. and groaning. And producer Joe, that's no reflection of you. I want to make that crystal clear. It's it's more about me, and I just feel like I'm embarrassing myself every time uh, we do this. It's it's and we went three. We both went three and three last week. We both lost our locks, which means I still have not won a lock since Missouri played UConn, and I took the under. Um, but it's 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 an it's an exercise in embarrassment every time we do this. I know no one is listening. They, no one should be listening, for God's sake, for my advice. Um, and and therefore, this is just it's torturous because if I, if we weren't doing the podcast, I would simply post these on Facebook. Maybe a few hundred people would read it, and I could go on. But now this is a, it's a, it's a traditional Friday embarrassment. Well, you know, uh, I am 38 years old, and uh, my math isn't strong enough to give you a 38 times 52, but I've been a weekly embarrassment for 38 years. Mm, and uh, I'm kind of used to it. It's, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I'm i still hovering above 500, which, uh, Let me look you know, at the records that, here. That, 50 or 59 and 57. Which really isn't bad. I mean, the the the, the bad is me. The in the in the in the fifty three and sixty three is bad. I say the same damn thing every week. We can just put this on loop. It's the locks. That's I mean, five and twelve. Holy shit! Five and twelve. I mean, that's just unreal. I I, I and I I know. I mean, I I love two bowl games this year. One was Missouri. So there you go on that. Perfect. And then the one that will be my lock. And I'll, I'll I'll increase time spent listening by uh, by waiting until we give our locks. But I I, ha- I have zero confidence. I have zero confidence. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. And then now you know here this week we're picking some NFL games, and you have no idea who the hell's going to be playing. So well, I know who's not playing for some teams. That <laughs> that that at least makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, I suppose. But so, like, I can't even get my DraftKings sweat because I, I, like, I had to fill out a team just to get the game going last night. And I'm like, God, I don't know who's even playing. So I'm, I'm gonna miss that. Uh, it's just a whole thing, is what it is. Anyway, let me set the stage here. We are doing this from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Ryan Kelly, give him a call at one eight hundred nine nine one six four nine four or go online at the HomeLoanExpert. 
Home.com. If you're in the market to buy a home, if you're in the market to refinance, go where my family goes, go where I will go. And that is the HomeLoanExpert.com. There's a reason Ryan and his staff continue to grow. And it's because their customer service is second to none and because they're going to be able to save you the most money. It's online at thehomeloanexpert.com and right there on the front page of the website. You can enter your name and get things started immediately. Thehomeloanexpert.com. Like the podcast, like the interviews, put up with picking and groaning. Make sure you support the sponsors. Thehomeloanexpert.com. Thehomeloanexpert.com or 1-800-991-6494. So as made reference to producer Joe's 59 and 57 on the year, 50.9% against the spread. I am 53 and 63, 45.7% against the spread. Horrible. Uh, Locks. Joe is eight and nine, which is about usually your range, but I'm usually good at locks. And, and I mean, five and 12 is just mind blowing how bad it is. Lost again last week, of course. And and we are on week 18 now. And to be clear, the last time I won a lock was week nine, week nine. That's how far we're going back on this. So we do have some uh, CFP games this weekend. So that will be something of note. Uh, and that, of course, will start with Georgia and Oklahoma on New Year's Day. Played at the Rose Bowl, Georgia minus two and a half. I assume I can just type in Georgia for you, and you can give whatever reasoning for what is a homer pick. Uh, oh, homer pick? So you're on Oklahoma? No, I'm on Georgia, but I know you're on Georgia okay. just because you're going to be on Georgia. I, I'm going to be on Georgia because it's going to be the best defense Oklahoma's played all year. Um, they haven't played a defense with a pulse probably since Ohio State, um, that I just look at it is Georgia's defense, outside of the fact that they're going to run the hell out of the ball and keep the ball and dominate the clock, that their defense is going to be good enough to be able to keep Baker Mayfield in check. Um, now, it's a huge spot for a true freshman quarterback uh, in Jake Fromm, and it'll be the biggest game he's ever played, obviously, but at the same time, so was the SEC championship game. I just look at it, it's more Georgia's defense, and their defense is going to be able to play, and they're not going to be on the field the entire game because I think Georgia's offense is going to be able to hold the ball and just run. And I, I say this and, and only half-jokingly say it, I'm hoping that Oklahoma's defense is at least able to put up some amount of fight so that it's not just Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle and Swift and hell, Holyfield will probably get to play this game, just running at will and then giving the ball back to Oklahoma's offense. Um, I just I see a a grind it, run the clock down. If Baker Mayfield doesn't have the ball, he can't hurt you, and just picking up first downs. And uh, I, I love them being able to run on Oklahoma, and then obviously Georgia's defense being able to to keep them in check. I am stunned that Georgia's the favorite here. Stunned that Georgia's the favorite here. Um, but I like Georgia, and I like Georgia. You you you. You said it. I guess I would go if I wanted to really nerd out uh, into more detail. But this is this is from a matchup standpoint about the worst case scenario for Oklahoma and the best case scenario for Georgia. And uh, mm-hmm. b- before the Final Four were set, I recall uh, someone on the TMA fan page on Facebook posting odds to win the national championship and making the observation that Georgia at like either six to one or eight to one struck them as a really good value, and I agreed. And my reasoning was Clemson was not going to lose to Miami, if you can remember back to that ACC. I mean, that was just like as layup as it gets in picking games. 
Uh, so you knew they were going to be the one, and then it was either going to be Alabama or um, Ohio State as the four, point being that meant Georgia, who we both believed would beat Auburn, uh, and Oklahoma, who we both figured would beat TCU, even though they took TCU in the seven points, would meet in, in, in the semifinal. And from that standpoint, if you do operate over the on the belief that Georgia is going to beat Auburn, and if you do operate on the belief that Georgia is going to be a terrible matchup for Oklahoma, then you can build your premise that Georgia is at least going to be in the, in the college football playoff national championship game. And if that is the case at that point, they're either, you know, whatever you would say, even in the most extreme circumstance, 40% chance to win the national championship. Again, you're you're building. So therefore six to one or eight to one is well worth it from a value standpoint. Again, you're not saying they will, you're analyzing value and that's my premise. So it has come to fruition. Again, it was anybody who's paying attention knew that Alabama or Ohio state was going to be the four. Um, Again, you're, you're operating off the premise that, you know, Clemson's going to beat Miami. You're operating off the premise that you know Oklahoma's going to be TCU. The, the the 50-50 play was Alabama, or excuse me, Auburn and Georgia. Um, but you knew that though that Oklahoma and the winner of the SEC were going to be 2-3. That's my overall point. So the point being that you knew that you had Oklahoma dealing with, if they get Georgia, a really bad matchup. And so from that, for, for Oklahoma, now maybe they'll prove me wrong because I've been wrong so many damn times in this thing. But I really like Georgia. And the fact that Georgia's a two-and-a-half-point favorite I would think they'll be wind up being more volume on Oklahoma. Now, maybe there'll be more money on Georgia. There's a difference. Um, but I would think people will be all over Oklahoma. Oklahoma's the titillating play with the, the throwing the ball over the football field. I don't know. I, I'm really surprised Georgia's too. I, I didn't even, I, I honestly, until we sat down and started doing this, I didn't even know what the number was. I just knew I was taking Georgia. But um, I'm surprised that they're two and a half points. I would have thought Georgia, uh, Oklahoma would be like a three point favorite. But either way, I'm still on Georgia. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I uh, I actually like the two and a half, and I have a feeling you're talking about the volume with Oklahoma, and maybe it's the Baker Mayfield and the Heisman, you know, kind of people who are sitting down on New Year's Day and they want to start wagering one way or another that the the number will move. But I also think there's the SEC aspect to it too, that that in your mind you say, well, the SEC's got to be bigger than better than the Big Twelve, and you know, just whether it's right or it's wrong because Georgia played in a, in a shitty side of the conference. Um, that I, I think money will roll in on Georgia still, and that's why I like the two and a half. That I might be scared a little bit of three and a half if it gets that high. Three, I feel like is a push, but I, I like it being under a field goal. Well, you got that number. I think there. I think we're going to see an All ACC Championship uh, game. Yeah. Alabama's minus three against Clemson, um, which also in and of itself is relatively fascinating. Although it's Alabama, so it isn't as surprising to me as Georgia being minus two and a half against Oklahoma. Um, I, throughout the course of the season, was under the belief, which is why I took Auburn in the Iron Bowl, that Alabama was being ranked as a powerhouse based on what Alabama has done in the recent past and not necessarily on what they had done this season, because when you dug down on that, it actually wasn't that impressive. But in part, similar to Clemson's loss at Syracuse on a Friday night, Injuries were a factor. Those injuries will be taken care of by the time they get on the field uh, in New Orleans. And I think Alabama is going to win this game, and I will lay the three points. Where are you? Uh, I'm on roll tide as well, and it's more that Jalen Hurts has been here now and Kelly Bryant hasn't. Um, 
And I think it's easy to go back and say, well, look, it's two teams that just played for the national championship last year, and it took Deshaun Watson until the final play of the game virtually to, to win that game. And Jalen Hurts was in there the entire way. Remember that run he had for the touchdown? Now, look, Jalen Hurts hasn't been as good this year as he was last year. But um, I, I, I look at it, and I'm, I'm, I think the easy storyline is going to be, is it going to be the changing of the guard? Is it Nick Saban stepping aside and Dabo Sweeney taking over? And I just don't think it's there yet. And at the same time, I'm going to take Nick Saban anytime he's got a month to prepare for anybody. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't matter who they're playing. They tend to play a very good opponent the first week of the season, and they never have problems there. I, I just I have faith in Saban to still be the guy and being the best college football coach in the country, and Dabo's not quite there yet. Um, but a lot of it comes down to quarterback play, and I think Alabama's defense is significantly better than uh, Clemson's. And this is where you can start looking at defensive rankings and this, that, and the other. Alabama plays a different brand of defense that I, I just don't put a whole lot of stock in the ACC defensive stats and metrics because they're not playing against the quality opponents that Alabama's playing against every week. Although the SEC is not as good as it has been, there still is something to it. Um, and on top of that, that Alabama didn't have to play in a championship game, so they had an extra week of rest and recuperation for guys who may be dinged a little bit. Um, I, I just I love Alabama, and I think Atlanta's going to catch on fire for the national championship game between Georgia and Alabama and it'll probably be one of the coolest sporting events around. And the last two times those teams played, in uh, it was the Georgia Dome at that point, Georgia should have won that game. Uh, just really bad clock management, and Mike Bobo calling some really, really bizarre play calling at the end of that game. Um, but I just think it'll be absolutely amazing down there. Uh, we have NFL games this weekend. Like I said, I'm going to miss my draft. I mean, I can play DraftKings, but there'll be very little, at least from my standpoint. I mean, maybe it's a week where actually harder work is rewarded because you can figure out who the hell's playing and who the hell's not playing. And then you dig in to get some values for guys. But, uh, from my standpoint, wagering on these things, it's a high risk because I mean, the Rams are, you know, in a position where they will most likely be the three seed in the NFC. If they lose, they could be the four. But the point being, they're a three-point underdog to the 49ers at home. Gives you an idea of what's going on there. So 49ers minus three against Rams. Flip your coin. Uh, well, no Gurley, no Goff, and no Aaron Donald, I saw. Um, so I'm on the Niners. And, and uh, you know, in I don't know how much of a difference it would make in terms of draft positioning and, and where the Niners could end up with a win here versus you know losing the game. But if that was the case, then it would have become a bigger point for them in the previous, what, three weeks since Garoppolo's been playing? Yeah, I mean, you got a group of guys pay, playing for their living. I don't buy into that whole thing. You know, the organization might, as Demoff said, fortunately or unfortunately, we went on a losing uh, streak, but the players are, this is their livelihood. So I don't... I don't buy into this. And from my standpoint, with Rams resting everybody, it does seem like a really good play to go in the 49ers anyway. Um, you know, but I, it's such a weird week. For example, I mean, this is super obscure, and I'm going back 18 years, but the 99 Rams were a team that legitimately could have been undefeated. I mean, they were an overtime loss at the eventual AFC champion Titans and a fourth and 25, for real, uh, at Detroit from being undefeated going into the final week of the season. And um, 
And then Dick Vermeil rested everybody, and they got beat by Andy Reid in his first year with the Eagles. And I think they were terrible. They might have been like a one or two in team. The point being, if you are doing what the Rams are doing this week, which other teams would be advised to do, and that's get healthy. I mean, there's just, just no way to handicap. And if on the other side you do have guys who are, you know, in the case of the 49ers, one of the better teams in the league over the last month, weird to say, it just strikes me as being great value to take the 49ers. And, and, and if I were more successful in my picks, I'd be passionate about it. But I'm, like, almost reluctant to even get an opinion on a game. But from my standpoint, I like the 49ers quite a bit. Do you know that 90% of homeowners in Missouri escrow their premium with their mortgage and have no idea what they're paying, or what they're covered for. Call James Carlton today to protect your biggest asset. James Carlton of the Carlton Insurance Agency, a State Farm insurance agent. His phone number is 314-961-4800. That's 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. Call James and he very well may be able to not only get you better coverage, but start saving you money. In fact, he often can include $100,000 in life insurance without even increasing your payment. The switch is easy. They do all the work for you. It just takes one phone call or apply online at carltoninsurance.net. You need insurance anyway. Why not make sure that you're doing business with somebody who's local, prides himself in being local, and then also somebody who goes out of their way to support the community. Plus, I can speak to firsthand the quality of what James has done with all of the awards the agency has received, but also his staff. He has a big staff, and he does that to make sure that the customer service is outstanding. It's carltoninsurance.net. You may not even notice it. The premiums are going up. Make sure you have the best deal and support the sponsors. And people do business with James because they like and trust him. You can just check out the reviews on Google and Facebook. This guy knows what he's doing. That's why they receive the awards that they do. They're online at carltoninsurance.net or give them a call. James Carlton, 314-961-4800. Panthers at Falcons minus four. Now, this one does matter. This one does matter quite a bit for both teams. Uh, What do you think, Producer Joe? Uh, I think the Falcons get in the playoffs. Um, and they're going to do it on their own and not rely on the Seahawks to lose. Um, and so I will take the Falcons. The Panthers are in. Um, so it may be, and, and you know, it's not a team that's super healthy as it is, that uh, I, I see the Falcons getting in and I see the Falcons covering and the Falcons winning, and God, were they bad last week. Yeah. Um, so it's that yo-yo team that uh, I think this week they get up for it, they get into the playoffs, and uh, it, it, that it closes the door on Seattle. I am on the Panthers. Um, oh. I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm just, you know, I don't think there's my whole play. If I'm going to give one play that I feel incredibly confident about because it's a value play, it's not a 50-50 like where you're betting minus 110 on a game and laying a spread. Uh, it's yeah. the New Orleans Saints representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. I feel passionately about that. Uh, and so I don't know if that was necessarily a reflection of the Falcons. Um, but with that said, I feel like the Panthers aren't a great matchup for the Falcons, whereas what seems like could very well happening, which is the Panthers traveling to Los Angeles next week. I feel like that's a very good matchup for the Rams. Uh, whereas I don't think the Saints are a good matchup for the Rams if they were to meet. So I am on the Panthers and the four points 
on this one. Here's another game that matters. And then they could wind up having a rematch seven days later in Jacksonville. Jaguars at Titans. Titans minus three. No DeMarco Murray, most likely. From a DraftKings standpoint, that means you can actually play a Tennessee running back since you know that Derrick Henry will be getting uh, the vast majority of the touches. Uh, where are you on the Jaguars and the Titans in under seven seconds because it doesn't warrant anything more? Uh, give me the Titans just to get into the postseason. Uh, I'm going to go with the Jaguars on this one. I feel like it's a coin flip, and I need to catch up to you. And uh, and when I feel like it's a coin flip, I'm just going to have to go the opposite of you, and nobody's listening to my picks for value at this point anyway. Bengals at Ravens. Ravens minus 10. Uh, this game does matter. John Harbaugh not happy with the game being moved to a later time. He says it will affect attendance. I don't really follow that logic, but nonetheless, <laughs> that's what the man said. Bengals at Ravens minus 10. Uh, give me the Bengals and the points. Uh, the Ravens will win outright, but uh, give me the points there, and there's no rhyme or reason behind it. But uh, I do feel as though the uh, the Bengals will play for something. But I love the Ravens in the postseason. I'll just tell you that. Interesting. Wow. So we'll have a Ravens-Saints uh, Super Bowl? I think you're going to have a Ravens-Patriots uh, AFC Championship game, I believe. Okay. Who do you I, like in the I, I NFC? Feel, uh, uh, right now? I'm taking I, the Ravens, by the way, because it's a coin flip, and I need to catch up with you. Okay. Uh, so we're opposite in all of our NFL games. No, because no, I took the 49ers. You took the, you took, we both took the 49ers. Okay. Um, that uh, NFC, I, you like the Saints, and I know you do. I like the Eagles, and I think they're going to be all right. Mm. And since they're going to have home field advantage throughout, I do like the Eagles in a disgusting game in January against the Saints. I, uh, I, I the, the Saints are going to have the, the, the tall order is they're most likely going to have to be traveling to um, Minnesota. But yep. I don't know. Well, so I, 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 I certainly would short the, uh, the Eagles. I think the last two weeks have been representative of what's going on there. Um, but I just I, I really like the Saints. I really like the Saints. Of course, injuries always are the disclaimer. But you know, I I just love what the Saints have. Um, the issue for them though is is the ability if they do fall behind to actually move the ball through the air. And when would when would you ever imagine talking about the New Orleans Saints and not being able to move the ball through the air? You would talk about them not being able to move the ball on the ground. And now it's the opposite. Uh, so with that all said, uh, what is your lock this week? I don't know what your lock is. Well, I. I... I would like for you to give yours first because I don't want to give the same lock as you, and I think I might be on the same one. Oh wow! Wow, you're okay, a gentleman. Well, you're a real. You're a real it, gentleman. Uh, the the answer the answer is Penn State. The answer answer is Penn State. All right, so I'm, I'm I will move off of Penn State because that was my lock and a point and a half against Washington. I love a lot. Um, so I, I love your lock. If that makes you feel any better, yeah, it could end it could end good. the skid. I, I don't, uh, you know, that uh, I I love Penn State in that game, and I will be playing that one personally, and feel very very good about playing that one personally. Um, my other one, my second one, is give me seven and a half points in USC against Ohio State. I was surprised I, uh, by that number too. Yep. What? I, yeah, that's that's odd to me. And and I wonder about you know we always talk about motivation. You know, Ohio State was that close to getting into, or maybe they thought they were anyway, to getting into the uh, the college football playoff, and now they're playing. Now, granted, they're playing USC, so it's not like they're 
like in an Auburn spot where you're where you're 60 minutes away from playing in the national championship, and now you're playing UCF. Uh, mm-hmm. That that's got potential letdown all over it because on the surface, I love the idea of that game having like 80 points, but it uh, you don't know what UCF will be able to do against an SEC defense. But yeah, I, I I wonder about Ohio State's motivation on this thing, and even if they were motivated, USC has been playing some good football ever since getting just destroyed in South Bend. So I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm surprised by uh, by that number of seven and a half. Ohio State line seven and a half. So you are taking USC. I am taking Penn State, and maybe I can get something going here to give us a sweat. Otherwise, I mean, you've clinched this thing. And that disappoints me, but nothing disappoints me more than looking at the grid and seeing I'm five and twelve on locks of the week. That's just appall. Like I, I for for six years I've been making fun of you and your locks, and now karma yep. has come around. And not only am I performing worse than you, I am five and twelve on locks, and in nine straight, nine straight. How do you even do that? I mean, well, that's real. That is that's, that's flipping a coin and getting heads nine times in a row. God almighty. Oh, well, you see it in roulette. A lot of blacks, a lot of reds. You know, it just, it happens. Oh my God. Holy. But it's called the lock of the week. Like if you get sure. nine right in a row, yeah, well, it's a lock though. I mean, you're supposed to get it right. Nine wrong in a row. Holy <laughs> shit. Any other thought? You got a, like a soccer game at eight in the morning that you really are high on, depending on no. if some name that we can't pronounce is playing. No, it's still it, 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 all the fixtures are just coming so fast right now that you're not knowing who's going to rest. So until you see lineups, I don't feel real comfortable in throwing anything out there, especially since they're going to be playing Saturday and then everyone's turning around and playing on Monday virtually. That uh, there's going to be a lot of squad rotation going on right now. Um, one thing I do like uh, a little seven point teaser if you want to get a piece of it is take the tease the total of. Uh, of South Carolina and Michigan up and take the under of that one. A rare underplay. Not, yeah, that that one, I mean, I realized they got into a fight or a scuffle last night at a bowling alley. Uh, um, mm. But I just don't see a whole lot of points in that. And then tease the, uh, the total of that Georgia-Oklahoma game down a little bit. And uh, and go and go over that. I think that's sitting at sixty and a half right now. So knock that down into the low fifties. Right. And uh, I do like those. Producer Joe with a recommendation. I I don't feel even if I loved something, I don't feel like I'm in a position to tell anybody what to do with a pick. I can't wait sure. for this year to be over and to try and and get it back next year. I have no idea what I'm. I'll tell you this. I'm lucky that I haven't been losing money. Somehow I've been winning um, up until the Missouri debacle. But uh, you had to have some money to lose it. But considering how bad my picks have been, I'm lucky that I'm not like betting on them and, and just getting destroyed. So I don't know. I'm 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 embarrassed by this whole thing. And uh, even if I write the ship, it's on a weekend where I'm just picking games against you, mm-hmm. just because I need to sure. catch up in the standings. So even if I go seven or no, I'll be like, well, three of those games I just went opposite. Well, no, two. I, I do like I do like the Panthers, but the Jaguars, Titans, Bengals, Ravens. I have no clue. So yeah. there it is. I do love Penn State. I think Penn State's one of the, the four best teams in the country. Uh, I know that goes against college football dogma logic, but uh, mm-hmm. oxymoron, by the way. But that that uh, is, uh, you know, that, that, that are you worried I, about, I have, are I have you, no, no confidence. I have no confidence. Are you worried about no Moorhead though, as as the play caller? Uh, no, I you know I mean I guess you can overvalue that and end with what you saw with Missouri and Hypo, mm-hmm. but I just I don't know. I I I just I I, I don't know. I, I put a lot of that on Barry Odom. I mean. 
I, I don't know. I, I don't know how we get where all of a sudden play, like coaches leave for other jobs all the time, and for whatever reason, Josh Heupel going to coach at UCF. I get it. I guess TJ Mo was on the show and he said, "Well, Scott Frost is still coaching there, so there's no need for him to leave." I don't know. I don't know if Barry Odom wanted him to stay, and he didn't. I don't know what went on there, but I, it's a you make a fair point. It's a very fair point because Penn State's offense is you know the thing mm-hmm. that's super attractive, but. Um, I'm on Penn State. First off, I just don't think Washington is a, that great, number one. But then number two, and more importantly, I, I think Penn State is. And uh, and so I love it. But, you know, I mean, that means Washington will win by 20. I mean, this is just, this is just like I said, it's like it's a, every Friday it's public shaming for me. And again, I, it's so bad that nobody's listening to me. So nobody's even making fun of it. I think in part people feel sorry for me. But it's just embarrassing every week to get these damn things wrong. I don't know. I mean, and I'm not even close, by the way. I mean, they're not even close. I'm looking back on all these things. I mean, they're not even close. Holy crap. I guess maybe a month ago, Louisville, Kentucky was sort of close. It was within seven points. (laughs) Everything else is just so gone. It's not even a sweat. Anyway, uh, Producer Joe will try and right the ship, and then we'll have NFL playoffs. We'll be picking the Rammies in the playoffs next weekend, well, at least their game. Um, I would imagine they'll be playing the Panthers, but who knows? Producer Joe, as uh, always, enjoy Happy New Year to you and yours. Uh, yes, be very safe, and uh, yes, Happy New Year's. God bless. There it is, Producer Joe. Bye. Another edition of Picking and Groaning is in the books from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Always grateful for Producer Joe's time. Hopefully I can write the ship. I legitimately feel terrible about how uh, how poorly I've performed this year. Uh, for the executive producer of this fine presentation, John Seymour, a.k.a. The Seamaster, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been The Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network.